Hey everybody, welcome to Solster. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, your favorite pen and journal, and let's get ready to dive in deep. Also, be sure to go to kellyfalconberry.com and subscribe to the podcast. All right, you ready? Let's go. Hey there, Solster. It's Kelly. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? I have been a little busy, for those of you who don't know, on August the 29th. My mom had an accident and fell. Uh, She tripped and fell delivering food at a funeral meal and um, had a spinal cord injury. And so for the last six weeks, I have been in what we are calling the land of hope. I have planted myself in the land of hope. And so we are getting that. We pulled that from Acts 2. Peter has been uh, talking. Pentecost has happened. And... He is quoted in Acts 2.25 as saying, I saw God before me for all time. Nothing can shake me. He's right by my side. I'm glad for from the inside out ecstatic. I pitched my tent in the land of hope. I know you'll never dump me in Hades. I'll never even smell the stench of death. You've got my feet on the life path with your face shining sun joy all around. Then he goes on, this is the message version, and says, Dear friends, let me be completely frank with you. Our ancestor David is dead and buried. His tomb is in plain sight today, but being also a prophet and knowing that God had solemnly sworn that a descendant of his would rule his kingdom, seeing far ahead, he talked of the resurrection of the Messiah. No trip to Hades, no stench of death. This Jesus God raised up, and every one of us here is a witness to it. Then raised to the heights of the right hand of God and receiving the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father, he poured out the spirit he had just received. That is what you see in here. For David himself did not ascend to heaven, but he did say, God said to my master, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a stool for your resting feet. Um, So he goes on and he says, what do we do now? And Peter says, change your life, turn to God, be baptized to each of you in the name of Jesus. Your sins are forgiven. Receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is targeted to you and your children, but also to all who are far away, whoever, in fact, our master God invites. So he went on. um, Peter goes on this thing and is talking and giving this thing and says um, that they would see signs and wonders and their selves that day grew in number. Right. All those who were saved and they had this celebration. And so we. I have been on this journey for six weeks and we're told from the get-go that um, mom would never walk again. She wouldn't breathe on her own. She would have machines. She would have feeding tubes, all this stuff. And I have to say that when we got to see her, um, that it was a very uh, scary thing because we walked into the room and she's on a ventilator and there's all these tubes and machines and things doing a work for her body. And, um, And it was like her worst nightmare played out. Like mom had always shared, I don't ever want to be trapped inside my body. And as the doctors are describing what the rest of her life would look like, it was like she was going to be trapped inside her body. And then she woke up, you know, and was on the vent. Anyway, um, so we have this discussion, right, as a family of what mom would want and what the Lord would want. And we prayed through um, some very hard, difficult decisions. And we made the decision to turned the ventilator off uh she was in agreement she gave us some blanks we prayed um but we had pitched our tent in the land of hope and i say that because in the middle of the decisions and in the middle of 
this is happening and how did this happen and this just can't be real and I'm not ready to let go of my mom yet and Lord what are you doing and where are you at uh, we turned to scripture and there was a part of me that was like what did non-believers do how do they get by how do they how how do they then live right how then shall you live um, and, and it brought me to reading the whole thing of Acts 2 and Peter giving kind of his first sermon and standing up and talking boldly for Christ. And that is what we did. Uh, I went home. I got my frankincense. I got a diffuser. Uh, I was giving my dad a reprieve due to COVID. Uh, there's only one, you know, you're lucky if you get one visitor at a time in a hospital. And it's usually for a 24-hour period. And so we were taking shifts, literally sitting bedside, praying and worrying for her. And so I went in with a sticky notepad. I started writing declarations that she would have walking feet. Um, we anointed her feet. We anointed her body with oil. We prayed over her. We played worship music over her. And I sat and I listened to God. And there were moments in there, I'd love to tell you, I was just that strong and that's all I did. But there were moments in there that um, I was crying out to the Lord. And I was asking for his will, not mine, because mine selfishly was to give me my mom back no matter what, right? And and the Lord, this peace just came over me and he sent people in, the respiratory techs, the nurses, and the ones who, who heard Waymaker and raised their hands and were worshiping with me quietly in the room. And I remember as she came to... Uh, and realizing that she was going to be with us, that God had a purpose and that everything that the enemy means for bad, the Lord means for good and that we were planting our feet in the land of hope. We are camping in the land of hope and that I believe in the God of impossibility. And so I remember um, the trauma surgeon coming in and kind of telling me this is how it is and and you need to get your family ready that, you know, she'll never move. This is how it is. She, you know, she's quadriplegic. And I just looked at him and I said, I just need you to know that we are believers and that God is with us and that we are believing in hope. And, and he couldn't give us hope. He's not a believer. I could feel it in the spirit. And so him and I talked and I firmly just one day said, hey, listen, her toes twitched. I asked the Lord for a sign she was able to move her toes and he was like it's probably just a reflex and i'm like no i'm telling you she's moving her feet anyway so the long and short of it i just started advocating and i started declaring and i started praying over mom and believing believing for the wonder working power of the lord and i'm sharing this with you today because um i had to ad advocate for her and we we ended up making a transition that a lot of people maybe wouldn't understand but we advocated and the lord uh, in and through the avocation, um, we were able to get in touch with a surgeon through a friend in another hospital who said, yes, there is hope. He believed in hope and we got her transferred. We had two more surgeries that the Lord brought her through. Um, we had said goodbye. We had prayed. We had given her over to the Lord. She was at peace with everything. She pulled through it. It was kind of questionable that she could pull through the surgery. God pulled her through the surgery. And so now we are down in Houston, recording live from the camper studio, right, um, at TIRR, T-I-R-R, which is with Herman Memorial uh, Hospital. And they are like second in the nation to none in spinal rehab therapy. And so the Lord has ordered our steps and has brought uh, what I call angels here uh, in caregivers and therapists in doctors in opinions uh, to us and has made a way and an open door 
uh, through every step of the journey. And I'm not saying that some of the journey hasn't been hard. I'm not saying that some of it hasn't been real stinky. I'm not saying that some of this is not just uh, super crazy difficult. But what I am sharing with you, Solster, is that in and through everything, uh, when we meet the Lord, when we trust in the Lord, when we listen to that still small voice, when we rise above the fear and the anger and the doubt and go, no, no, I am his daughter and I will trust in the Lord and God, your will not mind me done, but that all things are possible for those who believe that you are with us. You are for us, that we are stronger than we think um, in and through Christ Jesus. Right. And so so in all those moments, the dark times, the what are we doing? The I don't know, the, the whatever and whatever it is that you're standing in. Can I say stand strong? Can I encourage you to claim Acts 225 over your life? That your feet are firmly planted in the land of land of hope. Camp in the land of hope. Um, I say that hope stands for hope offers possibilities everywhere. And I have seen it abroad. I've seen it in the United States. I've seen it in addiction. I have seen it in um, seen it in people who are broken and delivered. Right. And so I am believing for the deliverance um, of the attack on my mom's body and in the physical and whatever the outcome is, I am just trusting our family is trusting in that God is good and that he is faithful. And to watch the body of Christ in the middle of this thing just come around us has been amazing. Cards, um, uh, meal tickets, uh, meal trains and friends and just God planning people right where you need them in the moment that you need them and encouraging words and people stepping out boldly and and another door was open because of another person's boldness and then another door is open because this person felt this and so listening to that still small voice no matter what and doing it even when you think this makes no sense and doing it even when people are walking by the the room, for me anyway, probably thinking, bless her heart, she just can't come to grips with reality, has landed us in this place where mom can lift a foot, where we're learning how to sit up, where we're we're not on any feeding tubes anymore, where we're we're not on oxygen, we're we're not on any of those things. And so the enemy is being defeated one step at a time. But I believe it is because our hearts are positioned to look for the goodness of God. And I'm not saying they're not days that it's not like this, man, this sucks. And this is heavy. And this is real. And I don't know if I can do it again, God. I don't know if I can get through this storm. And then I play Waymaker. Or then I play Rattle. And then God directs us to scripture over and over again, reaffirming us that we are we are his and he is for us and he is with mom and he is with the family and he will refill our cups and that we have hope and that we are we are stronger right in and through him and so i just wanted to encourage you guys today that you are stronger than you think that you are you are set apart for times such as these and in the middle of um you know the election season and all these things i mean for me anyway i'm watching a lady who's learning to swallow again how many of you know that um you have to sit up to crawl to then be able to stand, to be able to walk, sit, crawl, stand, walk. And I kind of think about that in our own, you know, spiritual journey that we have to come into this place where we know who we are and we have to give our hearts to him and our lives to him. We have to lay them at his feet 
And then we get, we get the opportunity to soak and seek him and his word and his presence and to invite him and worship and whatever that is for you. For me, it's sitting and journaling and listening uh, to music and to other podcasts and sermons and seeking the word and reading and diving deeper. And then I get to actually stand because I know that I'm his daughter and that he is for me and that he is with me, right? God is with us. Get excited. God is with us. Uh, and I get to drink a little more coffee and another topo and I get to, um, I get to walk in that identity that I am his daughter, that I'm his beloved, that he loves me, he delights in me and that he cares for me and he cares for my loved ones and that my mom is the same and my dad is the same and my husband is the same and my kids are the same. And then we get to walk, right? Because we're standing in that. We get to walk and we get to live it out every day. I will never take another step for granted. I will never take another step for granted. In this season, I am learning what it is to stand. And I'm learning what it is to listen. And I'm learning that a lot of times God speaks in the quiet whisper. And that if I'm being too loud and I'm getting out of myself and I'm letting fear and panic and worry and concern Distract me, I miss the whisper. Hey, it's this way. Hey, I've got her. Hey, this is going to happen, right? Um, and you people have, have grounded me with cards and, and, and texts and messages. And, and the right song will come on at the right time. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're all affirming that God is with me. He is for me. No one can be against me. And it is good, right? It is so, so good. Um. If you don't know it, if you don't know who you are, could I just invite you for a minute to close your eyes and to just listen to, to listen to God's voice that he is calling you into relationship. He doesn't care about your sin. He doesn't care about your struggle. What he cares about is you and your heart and your life and your, your life for eternity, for all eternity. And he is inviting you. Yes, you, he's calling you daughter and he's saying, I got you girl. I know it's hard. I know this is stinky. I know that you're overwhelmed from the left and the right. And I know that the world seems cattywampus, but I am in the middle of it. And I speak to the storm and I say, be still. And I want you to hear my voice that I am saying, come to me. Rest in me. Find joy in me. There is so much life to be had in and through me. For I make a way. All things are possible for those who believe. And you are my beloved. You are my daughter. And I love you deeply. And I am taking you from this place where you're at today to a new place. Will you walk with me? Will you take his hand? Will you surrender? Will you lay it down? Will you say, yes, Lord. And I want more, Lord. And I don't know what this season is about, God, but I am ready to walk it out. And I surrender my heart, my mind, my body, my soul to you. Do with me as you will, Jesus, for I am yours and you are mine. You are, you are the love of my life and you are my beloved. And I'm not saying there ain't going to be days you're not going to question things, but I am saying that he will see you through it. And I'm saying when you hit your knees and you surrender, that there is strength in that. There is strength in the surrender. And then the yes to whatever it is he's asking you to walk it out in obedience, no matter what the outcome may be. Just the yes 
the complete and utter surrender and the yes and the walking in out in obedience uh, is a is a powerful thing and that's where I'm at I don't know where my journey leads right now I am learning to care for my mom right now I am cheering her own in physical therapy right now I am splitting my uh, life between home and a trailer in Houston, Texas, lifting up my dad. My husband's modifying a house. We are slinging it out and we don't know what the outcome is, but we are, we are walking and living expectantly for walking feet, right? And so we've laid it all at the feet of Jesus and we have said yes before we even know the rest of the journey. And it has been a beautiful and amazing journey to witness to others, to pray with others, to worship with others, to worship with mom, and to watch God's love, light, hope, joy um, abound in every area of our lives. And that's what I want for you guys. That's this whole thing, right? Identity, encounter, and community. So I've been overwhelmed with community and the outreaches of that, and we're going to talk more about that on the next podcast. But I just wanted to encourage you encourage you to take the journey with me and and to live out acts 225 and plant your feet firmly in the land of hope hey i love you soul stir and if you didn't know it jesus loves you so much more he delights in you he is all you need he's calling out to you he's saying hey there you are my beloved I delight in you and I love you so. Would you take my hand and go with me on a crazy, amazing adventure that will change your life and your perspective forever? I have so much for us to go and do. So let's go. Let's go. Let's all go together. Let's all declare that we are yours, God. Use me as you will, God. I am standing in the land of hope and I am ready for this season, for you are with me. I am strong because you are stronger and you strengthen me. And I am ready for this adventure with King Jesus. That's my prayer for you guys. Um, There's going to be more next week from the Land of Hope and more updates. And I thank you for your prayers. I thank you for tuning in, you know. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, You can go and give us some, you know, stars. Uh, on the podcast thing but we are starting a page we are launching out a patreon page and so you can look us up on the patreon website and um, you guys are awesome and amazing and till next time soulster ciao hey thanks for joining us today for this episode of soulster be sure to hit that subscribe button so you can catch each new episode every week also head over to kellyfalconberry.com where you can donate to help us keep this podcast going, find out about live events, and also sign up for an online e-course. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.